1: Start your countdown to the most delicious Sunday of the year at Whole Foods Market. The Easter in Bloom event is on. Experience it in stores from March 29th through April 11th with irresistible deals and delights storewide. Save on feast-worthy animal welfare certified meats like spiral-cut ham and boneless ribeye. Then add a flash of green to the scene with savings on organic asparagus. Too busy to cook? Don't sleep on their crowd-favorite catering. Find all of that plus source for good floral bouquets and more at your local Whole Foods Market.
2: This is Game Day, Birds Not Balls, and I am Micah Burgess, a birth doula in Waco, Texas. And today for my podcast episode, I have invited two doulas to join me. I'm going to introduce them in just a second, but I want to make sure that all of the listeners know that there are many different kinds of doulas. Did you know that? Not just birth doulas, not just labor doulas. There are antepartum doulas, which means they're going to care for you provide support while you're pregnant. There are family life doulas, which means they help with that transition with your existing family to help get settled. Uh, there's adoption doulas. There's actually bereavement and end of life doulas, which has to do with when there is loss. Um, they're there with you to support you, which is crucial emotionally for sure. And today with me, I have uh, two doulas. One is Adrian Cook, and she is a natural fertility doula. Say hello. Hi, everybody. Tell them a little bit about yourself, Adrian.
0: All right. Well, thank you for be- for having me here. I am just so excited. Um, but my name is Adrian Cook, and I live in Colorado with my husband and our two girls. And we love going on family hikes. Um, my husband and I love to sing karaoke together, cool. and uh, some things that I just love to do are weightlifting, um, I am all about those long hot baths, <laughs> and i love yeah. podcasts podcast and research junkie for sure, so I'm uh, super excited to be on this.
2: Excellent. Great. Okay, and we have Darcy Sowers. She's a postpartum doula. Go for it.
3: Hi there. Thanks so much for having me, Micah. Um, I'm Yeah, so I have been a postpartum doula now for 11 years. I live on the seacoast of New Hampshire, so it's getting cold up here. I wish I was in Texas. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have three kiddos of my own, um, and kind of having those three kids within a four-year time span is what led me to become a postpartum doula.
2: (laughs) Gotcha, gotcha. That's cool. So, I mean, hopefully most of my listeners know, but if you're tuning in for the first time, you know, a doula literally means servant. And so as a doula, we serve, we support in many capacities. Um, of course we're going to help meet physical needs. Um, and there's Obviously, emotional support that families uh, need during the adjustment period or when something is difficult or they have a question. Maybe there needs to be more education. Um, And in general, just there to help and provide care and compassion, but as a professional. So thank you all for introducing yourselves. And now, uh, why don't you all take a second to explain exactly what kind of doula you are. Go for it, Darcy.
3: Okay, so I love, so I'm a postpartum doula, so that means I help families during the postpartum time period, so the first 12, like those first 12 weeks after the baby is born, I come to the, your home, and just help out um, with everything from answering your questions about feeding the baby, and caring for the baby, and your recovery, and also just helping um I'm also a lactation counselor, so I can help with breastfeeding or bottle feeding, whichever of those you're doing. Um, but I, I always like to say, I'm like your mother, I'm like your mother-in-law without the baggage. <laughs> so, Heck yeah! I'm there to offer a non-judgmental, listening ear. You know, doulas don't come in with a, uh, you know, any preset plans. We're there to help you figure out your own parenting style. And not to push any any one kind of style on you versus what maybe your mother-in-law is trying to do. Totally. So, we'll, you know, make sure that parents are staying hydrated and eating, you know, nutritious snacks and meals and not just surviving on potato chips and granola bars. Mm-hmm. That's and great. And we, you know, make sure that you're resting and showering and we'll empty the dishwasher, fold the laundry, you know, kind of keep those little boring household tasks going so that you can focus on your baby. Absolutely.
2: And you said that what drew you to become a postpartum doula was your own uh, children and just that postpartum timeframe. Yeah.
3: So I just, I thought I was going to be a great mom. You know, everybody was like, oh, it's really hard. And I was like, well, it's hard for you, but I'm going to be fine. Like, uh, you know, I was so in the dark. But I, had, I had been I was just I'm just one of those people. I did well in school. I did well in sports. I went to college. I got a good job. So I was like, OK, you know, I do hard things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, my gosh, I was just totally Blown away. I ended up with a C section. I ended up with an uh, an infection afterwards. Mm. I was back. Well, I just felt I was physically wrecked and just emotionally. I mean, there's just so much going on. And I, um, if I, it would have been so. And my mom was there helping me. My husband was there helping me. I did have support, but having um, a professional come in would have just been. Someone that I could have talked to to realize that uh, things that I was that I was thinking and feeling were were normal and um, you know just providing me a little support would have made a big difference.
2: Yeah, that's so good. Right. I, I'm so glad that your experience, you know, even though it was negative, you turned that around to make it positive for other people, which in turn makes it rewarding for you and your life. And almost when you think back, I don't know, Darcy, maybe you go, okay, I get it. This is what I was, this was my journey. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And you know, might not change anything.
3: Yeah, exactly. I know. I feel like everything, you know, looking back, I do really feel like everything happened for a reason. It brought me to where I am today. I love this job so much. If, if I had had a, you know, an, an amazing birth and a peaceful postpartum time period, I'd still be at my old boring marketing <laughs> job.
2: Wow. <laughs> I'm
3: ultimately grateful that I do get to make things better for so many families in my community. It's awesome.
2: That's great. So rewarding. Okay, Adrian, same thing. Tell us, uh, explain what kind of doula you are and then what drew you to that?
0: Sure, I will. But before I do, I just have to say that even doulas have doulas. (laughs) I had a postpartum doula for both of my babies, and it was the best thing I could have done for my postpartum journey, hands down. Mm -hmm. So I just
3: needed to say that because Darcy, your work is just so incredibly important. Yes, and I just want to point out the only reason I didn't have a postpartum doula was I didn't know that they existed (laughs) yet.
0: Yeah, I was I was lucky enough to at least have heard of it, so that had to have something to do with, with you and your movement, so just thank you. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, I will jump in with what is it to be a natural fertility doula? So my specific niche is to help women who want to conceive naturally, whether it be in the future or right now, and whether they've been having challenges getting pregnant, or they're just preparing for that phase in their life, Um, but they would like to do so without reproductive assistance. Um, And my particular support technique um, really focuses around asking my clients the quality questions, because I don't know if you've heard that quote uh, from Tony Robbins, but he says, the quality of our life is determined by the quality of the questions that we ask. And so, of course, in order to receive the answers that we seek, it requires us to take empowered action. And, Mm -hmm. uh, Micah, when you introduced what a a doula is, you talked about, you know, providing physical, emotional, but also that educational Mm -hmm. support. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the educational tool that I primarily use the most to help women ask those quality questions is targeting their menstrual cycle with the fertility awareness method. Um, So in my opinion, this is like the greatest window a woman has into her fertility and her overall health. Um, And so I'm just super passionate about supporting women while they go on that journey and discovering, you know, what their body is doing and how it responds to certain, you know, factors and how that affects their ability to, to become pregnant.
2: That's so great. And then, so what drew you to this line of work being a doula in this way, in this capacity?
0: Well, I think, Maybe like many women out there, I read Tony Westler's book called Taking Charge of Your Fertility, and it rocked my world and changed my life. Um, and that book and learning how to chart and taking that time to figure out my body is ultimately what helped me conceive my first daughter relatively quickly um, without much tweaking to my actual lifestyle. Um, I was younger then and all the things, right? Um, but after... Um, I had my first daughter, like my health and my, my physical and mental health just crashed. Mm. Um, it included postpartum depression. It included major gut issues. Um, I was eventually hospitalized. Like it, I was just a mess. Mm. Um, but I was charting my cycle all along and I could see how stress was impacting my cycle. Mm-hmm. I could see how, you know, eating gluten in my particular circumstance was just, you know, destroying my microbiome and my body temperatures and et cetera, et cetera. I could, I could literally look in front of me and see how my cycle was being impacted by my negative health lifestyle, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, we started to talk about wanting to give my daughter a sibling and I knew, I knew by looking at my charts that it was going to be a rough road um, and very unlikely actually for me to... Um, conceive again and so I personally went on what I call like my back to health journey and I took a two solid years um, to take care of myself and get my health back on track and I I honestly used my chart as my guide Um, I didn't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars with you know reproductive health Um, I wanted to give my body some time to what to do what I believe it was meant to do um, on its own and so uh, once I finally started reading my chart and, and seeing things improve, uh, I thought we were we were pretty pretty good to go. And so when we decided we were ready to try, at you know six years later, at the age of 37, almost wow. 38, I was able to conceive our second just as quote unquote quickly as the yeah. first. Wow. But, but I believe it wouldn't have been as quick had I not taken the time to pay attention to my chart and take care of myself and my fertility. So that was my impact. Uh, wanting to help other women in that regard, um, I've had so many friends say, "Look at my chart, what do you think is happening, and mm-hmm. you know why am I struggling and I've just walked along the side you know alongside many women who who think that reproductive assistance is their only option
2: yeah.
0: when when really they haven't had the opportunity or anyone to come along and show them like look you you have this tool at your fingertips. Um, let's see what's going on first. you know it may be that reproductive assistance is your path, but, but maybe it's not. And, and are you willing to give it the time to see? Um, And so that's, that's something that I'm super passionate
1: about. Start your countdown to the most delicious Sunday of the year at Whole Foods Market. The Easter in Bloom event is on Experience it in stores from March 29th through April 11th with irresistible deals and delights store wide. Save on feast worthy animal welfare certified meats like spiral cut ham and boneless ribeye. Then add a flash of green to the scene with savings on organic asparagus. Too busy to cook? Don't sleep on their crowd favorite catering. Find all of that plus source for good floral bouquets and more at your Your local Whole Foods Market.
2: So good. That's so good. And much like what you said to Darcy, um, you know how thankful you are for what she's doing. And then Darcy replied, "Man, I wish I had known about postpartum doulas." And I'm, and I'm sure there's plenty of us, me included. When I first read what you were doing, I was like, "Okay, actually, I didn't know that this was out there." And I'm so thankful that it is. So that is a big reason why I have the two of y'all on here today is because I do want. Women to know. I want families to know you've got choices, you've got options, you've got help, you are not by yourself. And so for me, uh, you know, everybody kind of has their, I don't like soapboxes, by the way. I don't like it when people get on their soapbox. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. So I'm not going to do that. But if I'm talking about childbirth, you know, what am I passionate about? What is it that I want women to know about? not just what I do, but about birth in general, I tend to always kind of circle back around to what is important to me, which is, hey, no matter what happens in your birth, you can have a positive experience. And trust the people that are with you. Trust whether that's family that's going to support you or you've hired a support person. Trust them. Listen to them. Let them mentally and emotionally guide you even though maybe it's not going exactly the way you want it to go. It can be a positive experience. And so I, I always circle back around to that because that's what I care about. So that's my question for both of you is, you know, and I think, Adrian, you touched on it a little bit. If you want to follow up with something else, where do you tend to like circle back around almost like a soapbox? This is what I care about. This is what I want women to know.
0: Oh gosh, so many things, right? Um, <laughs> but if I had to pin- pinpoint just one thing, I think it would just be for women to know that not only can they be their own biggest advocate for their health and their fertility journey, but they need to be, mm-hmm. they have to be, and that they can have, they, that they do have this amazing tool, um, the charting of their cycle at their fingertips to help them do
2: that very thing. It's great. Darcy?
3: Well, uh, yeah, the list is kind of long. But the, <laughs> the two major things are to, I wish more people would prepare more for postpartum. Yeah, um, Fill your freezer with healthy meals that you can eat, you know, set up a meal train of people bringing you food, um, kick out the people that are not truly helping you mm-hmm. or not making you and comfortable you know i i mean i exhaust and i see it all the time people exhausting themselves with too many visitors and yeah um many opinions coming in you know i i really think that we need to really protect and honor that immediate postpartum time period so that Mom and baby can get used to their new roles and their new way of feeding, mm-hmm. and you know, all, all that goes along with that. And, um, you know, just uh, I like to urge people to create intentionally create their own um space and time mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. know, weeks, um, not worry about what everybody else wants you to do. Right. I always say the baby's still going to be cute in two weeks. <laughs> you know, if you if you push, you know, if you hold visitors off for the yeah. first, you
2: know, you know, right, exactly, and and you touched on something that I I think is so important that we hear about you know birth plans, but yeah. you don't hear as much about postpartum plans or like what Adrian said, actually charting. I mean. If you are going to go to the trouble of thinking about how you want your birth to go down, which by the way, will be within more than likely a 24 hour period, more than likely one day, your postpartum care way longer than that way longer yeah. than that and involves so much more than just what I call this is why the podcast is called game day <laughs> so yeah. much more than just that day game day birthday it, there's so much more involved and then even you know Adrian and I when she and I were talking she goes well you got to get pregnant first before you can even talk about a birth doula or a postpartum doula and that's true that's so true and <laughs> and planning for that is really important yeah. yeah yeah
3: absolutely it mean the other day that was you know um not planning for postpartum is like putting all your all your effort into the wedding and not the marriage and right uh,
2: So true right that's uh, yeah that's exactly right that's exactly right what does i like this question what does the future hold for each one of you like I know, you know, you just said what you're currently doing. This is, I'm a doula, but, you know, I want listeners to know beyond just right now what is currently going on in your life. Where are you headed um, as we talk about doula work? Um, and how are you continuing to expand or grow or add on or whatever? Darcy, go for it. Sure.
3: I am ex- Expanding. I really, you know, after 10 or 11 years of doing postpartum doula work, you know, I always work one-on-one with a family, and I love it, and it's so great, but I, I've started to have this kind of nagging feeling, like I know there's other moms right here in this neighborhood that need this support, never mm-hmm. mind the whole group, so I wanted to think of how I could create more of an impact, so I've started actually um coaching other doulas and so many doulas have so many wonderful skills and amazing mm-hmm. training, passion and care to offer, but they don't have any marketing background. And yeah. I have, have worked in marketing for 10 years before becoming a doula. Mm-hmm. So now I have, um, you know, kind of switched gears and now I'm helping other doulas build their businesses so that they can help more families. And um,
2: um, it's been super fun. I love it. So great. So great. How about you, Adrienne?
0: Well, yeah, um, similar to Darcy, um, I've been in the trenches with the one-on-one client work for a while now, and I'm just realizing that more and more women are just so hungry for this information. And it's just really been, on my heart to get this out to the masses as best as I can. So mm-hmm. I am uh, launching an online course called Charting for Pregnancy. Cool. Um, and I'm going to, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Um, and it's, it's coming soon. So I'm going to do a founding members launch first for just a few select women who are willing to maybe give me some feedback um, in exchange for a nice discount because um, I really want to make this course, for women. I want to know exactly what they need and exactly what they want. Um, And so, you know, I am excited to open those doors coming up on November 8th. And I'm just really hoping that um, I can kind of take that information and then we're going to launch it big in 2022. So I'm getting super excited for that. That
2: is exciting. Congratulations. So fun. Thank you. It's so interesting because it really has been very recent for me that I have started to kind of focus outside of my local Waco walls like supporting pregnant women and families through birth experiences but then also just training local apprentices and mentoring them here locally um and so same recently have just kind of entered into this oh wow there's a whole world out there of doulas you know that are practicing that are just getting started that you know, are where I was 20 years ago and that are looking for some more help that are looking for some thoughts and ideas. And then honestly, because of COVID policies, I mean, it has directly affected birth doulas for sure. Um, in many places, thankfully here, um, in Waco, um, certified doulas are allowed to be the second support person for our clients, which is awesome. I love that. But that's not true for everyone. And so I want to be able to provide tools for women that are expecting that would like to know a little bit more about childbirth, you know? And so getting the book out there is one of the things that I feel like has helped lots of women, um, kind of get a window into what childbirth can look like, what it looks like to be coached and supported by someone through childbirth. And so it's interesting to me to hear from you guys as well, that, okay, there's more people out there that I want to reach because I see the impact of what I'm doing right now with my my small sphere here and I believe that there's more people that can benefit. Okay, so tell everybody how they can find you. What's the best way for a listener here to uh, reach out, get in touch with you, ask questions um, or learn more about what you're doing? Tell everybody.
3: Sure. So people can find me on my website, um, and get lots of great info there at the Um, and then same, I, I also spend a lot of time on Instagram, so you can find me on Instagram at the and shoot me a DM comment on a post. I love, um, connecting with other doulas and other pregnant people. Well, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> connecting
2: with- you got something you want to <laughs> share Darcy? <laughs> okay, Adrian. Oh, okay. So
0: visiting my website is a good place to start as well, and that's empoweredwomb.com. And then I too am most active on Instagram as empowered underscore womb. Um and if they go to my page, they can check out my bio link and I've got tons of great free resources as well as the wait list for charting for pregnancy.
2: Cool. Yay love it. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for carving out time in your day today so that we can get the word out there of what is available to women right now in these childbearing years. And so, so thankful for both of you and all that you're doing. Thank you
3: so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Michael. This was fun.
2: Good. Good. Okay. Thanks for joining us today. And that's a wrap. Good job, ladies. Hey, thanks for joining me on Game Day, Birds Not Balls. You can follow me on my Instagram page at MyDoulaMica. You can also find me on WagoDoula.com. WagoDoula is on Facebook. And if you like what you heard, you can subscribe or you can find us on RogueMediaNetwork.com. Thanks for joining us.
0: This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.